0: Being a consultant, a coach, or an auditor, and the definition of that, what you can and can't do, has plagued me my whole career. We opened up a discussion in our recent staff conference about what you can do from an advisory perspective when you're doing third party audits or when you're doing consulting, when you're doing coaching. I'm pushing this business towards coaching, towards Coaching principles um, where we're asking great quality questions and we're leading and inspiring people to identify their issues and act on them not telling them what to do so not telling them point the finger and saying do this do that do the other so working on principles and concepts and teaching principles and concepts to help people under, identify and understand what they need to do. So, check out this video. We shot it at our recent staff conference. It's an open discussion of everybody in the business around what's consulting, what's the definition, what we can and can't do to help clients, and I think you guys would really benefit from seeing this discussion. If you've got thoughts, comment below, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also go and check out a recent LinkedIn post of mine where I asked, what's the difference between a coach and a consultant? We talk about walking the spine line about consulting. It's resounding that it's what our clients want help, they want value, all that sort of stuff, but we're still talking about walking this fine line. So I really want to talk about what is the what is the hazard that we're avoiding? You want uh, Oh, it. everybody, I want to have a
1: discussion. Consulting is not helping your clients by giving them options and sharing information and telling them what someone else, you know, another nameless client might do, which might be a good idea. <coughs> Consulting is, while it's not necessarily first choice, consulting is not even saying you could put this on a risk risk register. Consulting is where you direct a client to do something to get certification, and if you go back at some later time and they haven't done it, you raise a non-conformance. Because if if you direct someone to do something and they do that or some other version they might change their mind, do something different, and still meet the requirements of the standard, that's okay, they can do whatever they want. So we can share all sorts of things, but it's about when there's a consequence of them not doing what we say in a directive way about their management system, that it's consulting. Does that make sense? So, So we can, I mean, why wouldn't we share the incredible experience we've got around the table? Yeah? But it's about not saying, I reckon you've got to do it. A, one way you can do it, this is a risk management table. And you go back next audit and they haven't done a risk management table, they've done it some other way. Yeah. And you say, non-conformance, because you didn't do a risk management table like I told you. Mm-hmm. Provided they've found some other way, that mm-hmm. meets the requirements of the standing. So I just want you guys to understand, you know, I
0: think Kevin's point's probably the yeah. best. <clears throat> Don't hand them the procedure and say, sign this, follow this. Yeah. That is consult. Let's get, I want it to be really clear with everybody about how far you can go. Yeah. Because it's what our clients are asking for. I Just, I want to give you the confidence and my support. I will always back you when you're trying to make the customer happy. Let's keep debating the definition of consulting. Because for me, in, this, in my experience, in all this time in the industry, it is literally, here it is, like, it's literally saying, here's the best practice business plan, take our logo off, put yours on, and use that. And then, what's the first thing they're gonna say? That's exactly right, it doesn't fit. And what are they gonna do? They're gonna change it. So, I, I just don't want you guys to be scared. Simple. Every, opening, every opening meeting, it's simple. I mean, we had two clients today tell us what they want from best practice. So in any meeting, you say, what, what do you want from best practice? The, the, I mean, what do you want from me today? Do you want me to guide you? Do you want me to coach you? Like, they're all answers you're gonna get yes to, but you ask the question, and, and probably the most important thing is, ask them if they want advice. And they can say, to you, consult, what would you like to get out of me today? We, I, I want to try and avoid this constant debate about what, you know, don't that. consult, because we're not clear on what the definition is. Mm-hmm. It's so varied and I don't want you guys to feel scared because you have the full support of everybody here and me particularly. Please do that because you've got our support and if the more we know about, oh, I'm worried about this one tomorrow because I'm at that site with that consultant, give me some tips and tricks and I'll just talk you through some as,
1: questions. As Kobe said, asking what they're looking for, one of the things you talk about is to try and, wherever possible, get clients to own their own systems. Yes, absolutely. So, we're working in their heads as much as we're working on their on their documents. That's true. Hmm. Um, so there's a whole lot of stuff we can do which is not consulting. Everybody you've got to approach has a fresh face. Every client and they won't necessarily take your advice on work. And that's not personal, that's just their stuff. I've been there, I know there's clients that are really frustrating because you think you could help them and they just don't want to know. Okay. That's In the end of that statement. They're not really being the
0: If a client is relying on a consultant to perform their audit for them, that is a, a really good indicator that they're not comfortable with the process. They're either not familiar with their own system or they're scared um, or whatever the reason. <coughs> um, having been on both sides of the fence, ideally the consultant would be good enough to prepare their client so that they don't need to rely on them.
1: For the audit. The worst end of the consulting industry, consultants want systems to seem complicated. That's right. Because they're perpetuating their own business. Best consultants
0: don't do that. There are so many consultants who love sitting with us and having discussions because they get a chance to learn so many things. It is, it is, it is, it is. Right. You know, and that's all relationship. I have a consultant who has referred me to more clients. Why? It's just developing a relationship with them, you know, so you have to really know the personalities and how you have to deal with them. That's all about it. I think you've got to unpack the consultants' fears as well mm-hmm. and not jump to your own conclusions because there is a cost-benefit analysis, depending on the, on the business's appetite, to outsource. Uh, if you allow me to second your suggestion, but wow. usually we where is between client to client? Yeah. We, as an SSR always read the client's mind try to read the client mind what they want. Through their communication, sometimes you will away of appeal, they just need the certificate so that they can participate in the tent. So like uh, we in Brexit, don't invest too much energy on that. And you have to feel it. But some really need the, your help out of the box. So we can facilitate them for their requirement as well. But at the same time, we follow certain rules and regulation as well. So like, the thin line. We never recommend, say, this is the only solution, implement that one and you will get qualified. And it becomes an issue. If something goes wrong, they will come back to us and say, reputation damage. But at the same time, you say, okay, here's one of the option, if you like, you can follow it. If they're not ready for any improvement, then why we invest any energy on that?